Well, again, good evening, friends. Um, so this is going to be uh, an unusual discussion. Maybe that's not unusual for me. Um, I I tend to want to talk about things when it when you know when it's my turn. I, I try to I try to speak in very very practical terms about things that I've experienced myself or and and therefore can convey. I, I try to avoid just sort of pontificating because um, I don't know that that's necessarily very helpful. And so tonight's discussion will be will be different, uh, but hopefully maybe a little thought provoking and, and definitely I hope it leads to some discussion later. In, so nature repeats itself. And for those of us who make a practice of, of watching and paying attention to the world, um, we can find lessons in unexpected places. Um, and so for me, that has been with this new sport that I've taken up over the past several weeks. Um, it's a strange sport, um, but it involves uh, a considerable amount of endurance, which I don't have a whole lot of, uh, and balance, which I have some. Uh, and so, you know, September was my month uh, to help facilitate these uh, these gatherings, and, and um, I'm honored to do so, uh, but wanted not to necessarily, you know, we've got pandemics and, and riots and forest fires and hurricanes, and none of those are an exaggeration. Um, that's to say nothing of a historic presidential election. And so it would be easy for a practitioner like me, I think, to start soapboxing and preaching, and that's Probably not a good role um, for me. I, I, I don't know that I would always be very fair in, in my treatment of some of these things. And so I'm going to stay away from that for now and talk a little bit about something that's become important to me, which is finding uh, ways of achieving balance. And there have been several things that I've done with this. Um, part of it was um, a concerted approach to say, well, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm here all the time, I'm going to be here all the time. What can I do to make the space that I have is as useful as possible? Do I have a part of the garage that just kind of is a dead zone and stuff's just kind of stored there and I don't even know what it is anymore? Well, maybe we find a way to make that useful. And so there's kind of been this effort to do that. It's been very healthy. Um, I, it's been beneficial for a couple different reasons, but you know, only so many of those spaces that you can get to and now it's time for the next thing. And so for me, I picked up the sport partly because I was interested in, in, in exploring something different and new, but also because I'm a huge, uh, just absolute sci-fi and technic tech techie geek. I love that stuff. I saw this thing and it absolutely blew me away. And so I'm just going to show you what it is. I know it's so totally strange to do kind of a show and tell here, but it won't make much sense for me to tell you about what's going on if you don't see it. So this thing is a is a is an invention. It's been around for a few years and it's gotten some press and some folks around here do it. But you can see this is called. It looks like a skateboard. It's got a wheel in the middle. Pretty big one. It's called a one wheel. And, and what it is, is 
if you remember a few years ago, there was this thing called the Segway. It got a lot of attention and the thing it uses batteries. And if you lean forward on the Segway, it would go forward. And if you lean back, it would stop or, or back up and you could steer it. And Segways didn't do very well. You know, I think some law enforcement officers bought them and some tour guides bought them and not many other people bought them. Um, but the technology was out there and people have been kind of playing with it. And this inventor figured out a way to sort of modify a skateboard. So I've had it for about three weeks. And in that time, um, I've put about 90 miles on this thing. And 100% of that time has been riding Mount Sentinel and Paddy Canyon. So this thing can go on sidewalks and stuff like that, but it's really the fun is riding trails. And so you can actually ride on this thing very much like you would uh, go snowboarding. And so that's a huge challenge. I absolutely can't get enough of it. I've been on this thing as much as I possibly can over the past several weeks. And I expect to do that as much as I can, weather allowing. So it's in that context that I've really just been working on balance uh, in a very, very real sense. Because if you fall on your way up the mountain to Mount Sentinel, you're not falling into snow. You're falling in the Rockies during the summertime. And that's uh, not necessarily a good thing. And so you spend a lot of time trying to maintain balance. And, and I started to kind of play with this idea because I, I began to notice just in the, in the course of doing this kind of crazy sport that uh, once you start looking for things, you see them. And so I started just looking for parallels. And I, I came up with a, sort of a, a weird number of them. Uh, and so I just thought, you know what, it's kind of fun for summer. Let's just summer evening. I'll just talk a little bit about this. Now, balance is balance and, and whether you're riding a bike or dancing or even walking really these principles kind of all apply and so it's a it's a weird context but it was in that context that I came at it with a beginner's mind because I'm not thinking about balance walking around I know how to do that this is something where I'm not comfortable at all and I have to really think about it and work on it and there were some cool little lessons that came from it and so I'm just going to jump in here and uh, share with you some of the things I, I've been getting out of this. Uh, one is, uh, it's when you're starting out anything tricky, at least this, I'm going to just always put it in my own, my own terms. So whenever I'm starting out on this thing, or, and then I'm just going to say in, in, in anything that, that I expect is going to be a challenge. I know that I'm going to be there are going to be points at which I'm, I'm really sort of having to really maneuver and, and struggle. It's really important to start from a place of awareness of balance. It's, it's easy to sort of, for me, to, to start off a venture or start off in the morning. It's kind of feeling like I've got some energy, you know, I'm confident, I kind of know where I'm at. I'm just going to launch in. The problem then is, when I inevitably run into some of those challenges, well, I'm not necessarily balanced already. I've sort of banked on the fact that I could catch up if I got into trouble and that makes life a lot harder. And so um, it's easy to, to be overconfident or distracted and get started without good footing. And so um, what I've always found is start out right and you're not dedicating 
time, you know, when you really need to be focusing on something else, just getting your, your footing and a super easy <laughs> parallel is sit in the morning, you know, get that grounding, uh, make it part of the practice to start off looking for that center. And, and, and by the way, by balance, what I'm, what I'm kind of using as balance here is, of course, it can mean different things, um, even in the context of different sports. But really, I think what it means is conscious awareness of the challenges as they occur. Uh, maintaining that mindfulness during the course of the challenge, the day, whatever it may be. Minding the flow, right? Avoiding distraction. Um, remaining centered as challenges suddenly appear and so that's that's what i'm talking about maintaining balance not getting lost um another another lesson that i've kind of been getting here is you know this is true certainly on anything when you have wheels on your feet if when you're in trouble you need to get your get your balance down get grounded get grounded quickly um it's amazing to me how much trouble you can avoid when you uh, are suddenly reaching something that's unexpected if you just get down. Um, so the question is, you know, what, what does that mean in the context? Okay, I get that with skating or something like that, but what does that mean in terms of a practice? You know, well, I would say, what is it that brings you balance? You know, what is it that you can draw to or draw from when challenges are suddenly presenting themselves, it provides you some stability. Know what those are and, and be ready to go there when, when you need them. Um, it relates to some of the other things that I'm talking about, but um, develop, you know, knowing what it is that is helpful and then developing that tool so that it's available to you when it's needed is, a, is an awfully valuable skill. And so I've started to try to consider what those could be um, just based on this, this little lesson. Um, this sort of goes without saying because, you know, it, it's kind of implicit in this idea of mindfulness. But one thing, this is a big lesson that I've really kind of gotten out of this. And that's that I've found that, you know, sometimes I'll be going along and I sort of get a pace. And, you know, it's pretty and, and I'm used to the wind and I'm used to a certain, you know, you know, mile per hour or whatever. And I get lulled into complacency. I get used to that feeling. And then something comes up that's a new challenge. It's like, oh, hey, some terrain's changing. Where am I? I'm, I'm back there. I'm still cruising along. I'm not, I'm not paying attention to what's actually happening what's just about to happen and what's actually happening under me at that moment, because that's what I have to be responding to. And so it's, it's, I've, I've seen this, I've had this discussion with my, my girlfriend um, and she does this. She works, she works, um, she has her own business. And so, you know, she doesn't make money if she's not working. And so she has to uh, maintain a, a, a pace and that pace tends to be uh, very, very busy. But then what happens is she, doesn't have the work coming in and uh, feels inclined to keep the same pace or um, uh, will, you know, wake up and not have a good morning 
and feel bad and, and not be up to the challenges and, and be short tempered. You know, I'll do that. I'll feel short tempered or just off. Okay. That's a, that's not the time to assume that we're operating at the same pace. That's the time to think, wait a minute, what do I need to do to get grounded here? What do I need to do to avoid uh, a challenge later today that I might not be able to handle the way that I normally would. And so it's, it's about maintaining that sense of, of, What's going on right now and how can I most appropriately respond to that? So I thought that was kind of a cool lesson and something that I've been, yeah, I definitely hung on to that one. Um, I, I mentioned this before and I'll, I'll, I guess it kind of expand on it and that's having, there, there's, there's things that we know that we can do to get balance. And I think that's important. That might be, um, you know, that might be a vacation, you know, or we know that, uh, you know, we sit in the morning, you know, that might be what it is to maintain balance. Um, but there are also times when, when we need something a little bit more at hand, right? So let's say that I get in a fight at work. I can't go sit, right? I'm not going to, Hey, I'm going to take a lunch break. I'll be back for some mindfulness, you know, and that's not really going to happen, but there are resources available. It might be that, you know what, I'm going to count my breath. Um, I am going to uh, just maintain a conscious awareness of a sound or have a, a, a bell that plays at random times during the day. Something that helps me track back to the moment and have that at hand. Um, in skating, it's your arms, right? You, you, the minute that you run into trouble, your arms go out, right? We've seen, you know, monkeys and apes at the, at, at the zoo and they, you know, run around, arms are up high. That's how they maintain their balance. Um, there's some good lessons in there because indeed, that's a great way to maintain balance. Um, but if you, and, and so, you know, th those are good skills, but there's a caveat to this and that's, that if, you, if you've identified things, this is again me, when I've identified things that I say, you know what, this, this provides me balance, this is a thing that I can do. Um, you, use it for that purpose. Don't co-opt it for other things, right? It's sort of like, well, let's say that I, I uh, uh, get um, balance by, you know, um, Let's see, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, well, uh, let's say that I have a, a, a stamp collection is, is, a, is, a, is a hobby that helps bring me, sort of grounds me, and that, that gives me, puts me in a good place. Then use it for that purpose. If you then say, hey, you know what, I could make a career out of this. Well, you might, and, and maybe even be very successful, but it probably at that point may not be where you go for balance anymore. It's really kind of now taking a different role. Um, and I've, I've seen this, uh, in, in, in the sort of the skating analogy, not to totally wear it out, but you'll see sometimes people will actually use their arms to turn. And so they'll throw their arms left or they'll throw their arms right to turn. And, and that can get you there. But if you run into trouble, if then, then what are you going to do? Right? Because, because you, your, your extra resource for extra stability now is actually being dedicated to something else so so you know 
if you like playing, um, you know, uh, card games, then, then that's your escape, then don't go work in a casino because you're going to undermine the very thing that you use to get balance. So I thought that was an interesting lesson. Um, here's an easy one. Don't forget to enjoy the view. I mean, it's almost too too obvious to even say, but it's definitely true. I mean, I've gone up to Mount Sentinel and barely looked around, you know, and it's just because I keep looking, you know, about five to 10 feet in front of me and, and the rest is like, okay, you know, I'm, that can wait. I got to, you know, and, but, but looking around is kind of the, kind of the purpose in a lot of ways of why we go out into the world and, and, It'd be a shame if all we did was focus on balance. Um, let's see. Um, I had I had one the other day <laughs> where I was so I was so focused. That, okay, I'm getting up the mountain. It's you know, six in the morning because I want to get up there before people. You know, I don't want to bother anyone. And you know, I've got my jacket and got my stuff, my glasses. I'm all set. And, you know, I'm walking over to the mountain, and I suddenly realize that I've just got this completely grim look on my face. And I'm like, mm, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is the fun part. This is like the stuff. Why so grim, you know? And so, you know, it, it's, it, it's just kind of a recognition that this is the living part. Like right? this is, this is the part where we are living our lives. We, we should, we should take some time to make sure that, that we're looking around, we're enjoying it and noticing it for the miracle, the ongoing real-time miracle that it is. Um, all right, where are we at? Okay, I'm almost done, so I'll, I'll just wrap it up here. The more tired I am, the easier it is to lose my balance. And so I, I uh, will find that I'm very often better off if I quit while I'm ahead. Um, and that's just because it's easy to get sort of the sense of, hey, I'm doing it. This is awesome. I'm going to keep doing it. And then I go to the point in which there's failure. Well, that's no fun, right? It's, it's, it's better in, in it, where I am right now with this just to stop even when I'd like to continue because that's going to whet my appetite for the next time. And I'm not going to hurt myself, um, which is always a good thing. Um, and so, you know, kind of obvious, but, but, Another lesson. Um, this is one that I that I uh, definitely use um, even during the day. Um, it's it's not. Um, what's important is how it feels as you're paying careful attention, not how you think you look to others. Right. So so it's not like, oh, do I look like I'm crooked on this board? I mean, that's a that's a recipe for falling. It's how does this feel at this moment, given the terrain that I'm on and where I sh my body should be? That's the only thing that actually matters. I think I spend a lot of time in my head thinking about what am I doing and how do others think about that? And that's a completely made up thing. How do I even know what other people think about what I'm doing and, and why should that determine anything? And yet I find that I do that. Like I'll be, I'll be rolling along and suddenly like, Oh, this, I wonder if I look weird, you know, and then I'm starting to adjust my, my, you know, positioning based on what I, this imaginary viewer thinks 
<laughs> you know, that's just, that's just dumb in that context. And yet I think I do that quite a bit. Um, and then the last one that I will uh, leave with is I got to remember that I'm the driver and not the passenger. Um, there's a, there's a tendency to get into situations where I'm just kind of like, Whoa, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just rolling along. Hope I don't fall off. And it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> there's only one thing here in control of this situation and that's me. And so I've got to be the one to determine what happens at this point and I can freeze and fall, um, or I can take measures. Um, and, and that's, you know, we're not just hanging on, we are actually driving ourselves through this world. And um, I thought that that was, a, that was an interesting um, little nugget. So totally weird uh, presentation here. And I, I, please forgive me if anyone thinks that that was a little silly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in keeping with kind of what's actually going on and, and how it influences practice. I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll speak from the heart and, uh, and see if what that, what that does. So um, thanks very much. And uh, Greg, if you don't mind, I think uh, if you can um, give us some bells. Thank you, Greg.